Podcast. I'm Anthony Irwin. I am joined by nobody. It is uh, it is July fourth. Uh, I am recording this at eleven forty five ish in the morning before I head out to the July fourth festivities. Uh, I hope you guys are all having a really good time celebrating and stuff. It appears we aren't going to get a Kawhi Leonard decision, so everything that I said in last show still holds true. The Lakers are still very much in it. It is still smart of them to continue to wait this out. Nothing would be more short-sighted, I think, right now than to start using cap space when they are still involved in the conversation the way that we know that they are. Now, if they get some kind of new information, right, that that I don't think is coming, but if they get some kind of new information and, and Kawhi's camp say that they're moving on, that maybe uh, it's between Toronto and the Clippers, then okay, fine. Then you start to, to look into trading for Goran Dragic, uh, trading for, for somebody else that, that another team is interested in, in, in moving, another bloated contract that a team is moving, um, who is still a useful player, obviously. I, the, the Lakers aren't at, at the, the portion of their existence right now with LeBron and and Anthony Davis still on the roster where they should take on a bad contract and and an additional asset there that wouldn't make any much uh, very much sense so there are still paths that the Lakers can go through and there's no reason right now to freak out about anything changing with Kawhi Leonard Uh, and and that's kind of where things are going to remain probably Late into the weekend, there was a report. I forget who it was who who said this. I believe they come from the San Diego area. That when uh, Leonard uh, committed to playing at SDSU, San Diego State, uh, <laughs> that that apparently they didn't know he was coming until he just kind of like enrolled in 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 summer school classes. So I don't think it'll be as as late as that. But you know he's just he's a different cat. He's a, he's a different guy, and and this is going to take time. And the Lakers still feel confident in in their chances here, and they're going to remain confident until they aren't, until they shouldn't. So uh, for those who are asking uh, in my mentions or in other mentions around Lakers Twitter or or, or Lakers coverage. Why you know why the Lakers aren't moving on to sign like Marcus Morris or. Or like today, Justin Holiday was was a name that was linked to the Lakers. They they they'll have access to those guys after the the Kawhi thing is figured out. Marcus Morris is thoroughly replaceable. Justin Holiday is thoroughly replaceable. The guys who might not have been replaceable are, are already off the board. And and uh, you know it's not like the Lakers. By backing out of Kawhi Leonard's uh, the, the the Kawhi Leonard sweepstakes would be able to go back in time and then pay Jimmy Butler or or Kyrie Irving or you know trade for D'Angelo Russell like those those are those options aren't available to them anymore and as such they are pot committed and and I guess I have to explain this pot committed is a poker term basically where uh, you you put so much money into the middle. And you get a small bet, you know, say, so in, in, in Texas Hold'em, you, 
uh, bet at the flop, then you bet again at the well. You bet pre-flop, you bet at the flop, you bet at the turn, and then you bet at the river. Um, and you know if you bet heavily uh, pre-flop and then at the flop and then at the turn and then you get a small bet at the river. Well, at that point, no matter what you think the outcome of that hand is, it makes no sense to just back out of it at that point. You have to make that you you have to call the bet. You see what happens, and and the outcome is what the outcome is, and and I think that's where the Lakers currently find themselves. So, that's that's how this is going to go. Uh, today's show, as I planned on yesterday, uh, is going to be the second part of the mailbag. It's going to be a shorter show because, frankly, it's it's a holiday, <laughs> and and I have places to to go, so it's going to be a slightly shorter show. We have a few questions here that I'm going to get to, um, and then I, I'm also going to go and record. Locked on NBA here in a second with Adam Martis. With uh, we do that every single week. You guys should check out those shows on on Fridays. Right now, the focus of the basketball world is still on Kawhi Leonard, and it's still by extension on the Lakers. So we'll probably talk some Lakers stuff there. Uh, so let's let's uh, take a quick second. When we come back, I'm going to answer all the questions that you guys have left in this mailbag. All right, so the first question here is a slightly paranoid question, but this is the point of the offseason where you start to get a little paranoid, so I don't blame you. Huli underscore O writes, Is it possible that Kawhi plans to sign with the Clippers, or has planned to sign with the Clippers all along, but is being advised by the Clippers to delay his announcement in order to lock up the Lakers and have them miss out, uh, miss on other signings they could have otherwise done? Uh, look, it's theoretically possible. Every outcome of this is theoretically possible. Uh, I, I do think, though, that if the Lakers caught any wind of this, we would have known already and they would have moved on. Um, I, I, I think the Lakers have as good a reach throughout the league as any team. And if they got even a whisper of this, they would have brought it to the attention of, of Kawhi Leonard's camp and... And and look, the other thing too is if they caught any wind of this and they brought this to the t- to the attention of of Kawhi Leonard's camp, Leonard's camp would then go ask the Clippers, "Hey, why are you leaking stuff?" Right? Uh, and that's something that that Leonard's camp is is really uh, adamant about these teams not doing. They aren't allowed to leak anything about the meetings and stuff like that. That's why it was a little frustrating when when Magic, as soon as he talked to Uncle Dennis, immediately ran to his usual uh, media confidants and and immediately was just like, oh, yeah, the media went great. Uncle Dennis was a big, big fan and, and this and that and the other. Uh, there was Sawskate in, in, with the Clippers and then obviously Toronto having everybody follow Leonard's uh, jet and and SUV all over the place uh, that you know all these teams are anxious to get this over with but I, I think if this was the case we would have heard about it already and the Lakers would have moved on the, we're, we're way too late in in the offseason for something like that not to have ma- been made aware but you know what you just never know what these things and, and and if that was the case then you know the Lakers have reason to legitimately not like Kawhi Leonard and and not like the way that he does business. You know that's uh, and and you know at the 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 other thing too is look Kawhi is is a great player. Obviously he's he's arguably the best player in the NBA right now. 
He's going to a Clippers team that made the playoffs, or if he would be in the, in, in this situation, going to a, to the Clippers. He's going to a situation where his second best player is going to be Lou Williams or Danilo Gallinari, right? Uh, and and while you know they're 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 made up fairly similarly to Toronto, Toronto got some huge breaks, literal breaks in the series against uh, Golden State. And you know if if Leonard wants to put him in that himself in that situation again uh, in a in his hometown, that's one hundred percent is right. But he would you know. He would also be taking a risk there. He, the 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 choice he has in front of him is dynasty with the Lakers, uh, comfort and trust with Toronto, and Steve Ballmer with the Clippers. Right, like that's it. Steve Ballmer and and, and look, Ballmer is a huge advantage. The, the the greatest advantage in professional sports, arguably, is a, an owner who is willing to spend uh, and and is willing to. Entrust the smartest people in the room regarding basketball with those basketball decisions. So, you know, those are those are his choices right now, and I just don't think it makes very much sense for him to to screw over an organization in in that way. And and look, if if the Clippers screwed over the Lakers like that, then then you know we get some legitimate rivalry stuff going between those two organizations, and and it makes for a fine dynamic in the city. I just don't see it though. Uh, and and then you know to to extend that question to Toronto uh, again, maybe it was something that that they had been talking about all season long, and uh, they got here to this off season, and they said they want to make the Clippers and the Lakers as weak as possible. Uh, I don't see why they would care about the Clippers in that regard, and even the Lakers. I don't see why the the, the Toronto Raptors would be that interested in in harming a Western Conference team to that extent, where you're dragging your own reputation through the mud by by doing business that way. Uh, next question: How would you load? This is uh, from By Magic. How would you load manage uh, the Lakers' big three if we land Kawhi Leonard? Well, thank you for your call, Rob Palenka. Uh, I'm kidding, <laughs> but I would go look. If you get Kawhi Leonard, that means on any given night, at least one of those big three can play, and you still have a, a respectable enough team. So if you're going up against you know, the Memphis Grizzlies or the Phoenix Suns or, uh, I don't know, the Charlotte Hornets, any of the, the, the bottom, the, the cellar-dweller teams out there, you can you can play only Anthony Davis and get by. You could play Anthony Davis and LeBron James and get by. Uh, and, and then if you save, you know, Kawhi for, uh, if you save all big three, like games that all those three players are playing in for your games against uh, rivals, right? The Celtics, the Warriors, uh, other teams at the top of the Western Conference. Like if, if you save those those games for just those situations, there are mathematical ways to make it work so that Leonard faces a similar load that he faced last year in Toronto. And, and look, that's one of the questions that I would imagine, that's one of the first questions that uh, Leonard's camp would have for every team that he's talking to. Fortunately, for, for in Toronto's case, they've already answered that question, right? They've all, they, they can just tell him, well, we would just replicate last year, right? Um, the Lakers have a pretty easy answer to that question as well. Well, we got these other two future Hall of Famers who can also 
support the team when when you want to take a night off. The Clippers don't exactly have that same case. Now, they would say they would probably take a similar approach to it as Toronto might. You know, they would but in, in, in again, if you're trying to convince a player to leave another situation, the way you go about it is not by saying, "Oh yeah, we would just do the same thing as those guys." Well, okay, I just won a championship with those guys, right? So fortunately for the Lakers, their their case to make here is different than than the Clippers, and it's different than Toronto, and and it's and it's one that also makes a ton of sense. So, uh, yeah, I and and in those games, by the way, that. Leonard does play alongside Anthony Davis and LeBron James. His load is going to be managed while he's also playing, right? So I just think from a basketball standpoint, this is something that I've I've really come to grips with over the course of of the the time that this has been a conversation. That I just I frankly believe that the Lakers have the best basketball case to make to Kawhi Leonard. The problem is these things aren't just basketball decisions, and and it's going to be a matter of how the Lakers sell uh, the basketball side of this and really emphasize the basketball side of this. They emphasize the dynasty element that is at, that is at play here, and then they also, you know, that they, they emphasize to Kawhi Leonard's camp. Here are ways that we can make Kawhi Leonard money without him raising a finger, and and you know I just I'm biased. But I, I do really believe that the, the Lakers have the best case to make here. And if he doesn't sign with the Lakers, I'm going to be interested to see, you know, what case they actually made. What was he actually looking for? We'll never get the full story. But, you know, usually these things kind of trickle out. And it's going to be interesting to see how, how that information is presented. Uh, I'm going to take another quick second here. When we come back, I'm going to answer the uh, the last couple questions that you have for us here in the iTunes mailbag. By the way... It's an empty mailbag right now. So if you guys have any questions uh, that you want answered uh, before we get into you know the weekend and, and all that, it's it's empty. So it's you're guaranteed as even more guaranteed than usual that I will get to your questions if you leave them in a five star review on iTunes. Gonna take a quick second, pay a couple bills. When we come back, I got two more questions to go. All right, Vet57 writes, this weight is killing me. <laughs> me too. I'm tired. You guys can probably hear it in my voice. It's It's been a long week. Uh, the plan was supposed to be sign a star or get two or three solid role players, and all of the solid role players are now gone, except Danny Green, who I'm guessing goes where Kawhi goes. I actually disagree on that front, but we'll, we'll get to that here in a bit. Where do we go from here if Kawhi chooses the Clippers? Worst case scenario, in my opinion. I would agree that it's the worst case scenario, but not from a basketball standpoint. Look, the Lakers, they I, I talked in the last segment about the basketball case that they can make. They're they would be a legit dynasty if if Kawhi comes to the Lakers. Um to this point, the Lakers have landed stars by way of their brand, by way of of their uh, exceptionalism, and then you know also because LeBron wanted to come to LA and and work on some non basketball projects, and and also you know have his brand propped up by the Lakers, right? And then you know that opened up the Lakers to being able to have Anthony Davis, and it, this this is one of those cases though. Where 
They're relying heavily on on things beyond just their brand. They have to make a case to, to Kawhi Leonard. Hey, what actually happened with Frank Vogel? Like, what actually happened with Teron Liu? Why is Jason Kidd on the staff? How's your analytics department? How's your medical team? I know you went back to Judy Cito, but was that because of her ties to, to Kobe? If somebody with uh, Judy's, with Dr. Uh, Sato's uh, resume was, was just out there in the open, but didn't have those connections back to Kobe, would would that person actually be on your staff, right? Or would you go to the person who has connections to Kobe? Uh, why why didn't you go out and sign uh, and, and hire away Bob Myers? Why didn't you go out and hire away Masai Ujiri, who, like, I'll put it this way, if the Lakers had gone out and hired Masai Ujiri, this would probably be done already, right? Like, you would have to imagine Masai traded for Kawhi in the first place uh and and something that Kawhi asked the Lakers uh reportedly in in his meeting with with Magic and 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 with Lakers Brass uh and and had he asked that same question of Masai Ujiri Masai would be like well no I actually did trade for you I just want to bring you with me or you can bring me with you over to the Lakers right uh, and and so you know those are all questions that that Kawhi's camp is going to answer, and the Lakers can't just say, well, you know that stuff happened. But look at all this other look at look at how cool our our titles are. Look at all the banners and and look at our our fan base and stuff. Those are legitimate questions, and the Lakers are going to have some legitimate, honest answers that they're going to have to present to to Leonard without out, outright changing the conversation. And uh, and we got to see how that goes. And you know, if if Kawhi Leonard goes to the Clippers, this would be, you know, the first steps in Little Brother actually starting to matter. I used the uh, analogy when I did the show with Harrison for for Silver Screen and Roll. I used the analogy of I'm I'm the oldest brother, and all three of my bro- all three of us Irwin siblings all played basketball, right? And uh, obviously, growing up, there were there were big gaps between my brothers and and me. So I was, I'm six or seven years older than, I'm like six and a half years older than uh, my middle brother Andrew. I am about thirteen years older than my youngest brother Alex. And you know, I, it happened when in in both those cases where I was playing one on one. Now I let myself go because I got married and and dad bod happened and and those things happened, but. I remember playing those guys, and and one day I realized, oh crap, it isn't as easy to beat uh, younger brother one, and oh crap, it, it isn't as easy to to beat uh, older brother number or younger brother number two, uh, let alone when we would play twenty one, and I and, and both those guys would guard me, and they're both taller than me, and it would and, and I realized, oh crap, this isn't as easy as it used to be, so. Uh, I think this would kind of signal that same kind of relationship with the Clippers where the Lakers would, you know, would, would look at the Clippers and they would say, oh, crap, their owner is is far richer than us, that he was able to go out and, and not just hire a a a country renowned front office with one of our own legends uh, but he was able to keep them when when those guys were were offered larger roles in other organizations right so i, I think in in this case if the clippers do sign away Kawhi Leonard 
and and even while I say all this, they seem to be riding in third place right now. But if the Clippers were to sign away Kawhi Leonard, the Lakers would have it, it not not competition in the market share sense. You know, the, the the market share is probably always going to be heavily Lakers, and and the Lakers are still going to have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. So the interest in the in the team is still going to be there. But this is going to be the first time where the Lakers legitimately lost. A, a, it took a major L to the Clippers, and how they respond to that would be fascinating. Uh, I also wanted to talk about Danny Green and the situation there. I, I think the thing with Danny Green is he's probably – so right now, if Kawhi Leonard signs in Toronto, Green can also sign in Toronto for as much money as he can possibly take, right, uh, because of the bird rights that they would have with him. If Kawhi Leonard leaves, right, he uh, Danny Green could still return to Toronto, right, and still take as much money as, as they want to offer him, though my guess would be that they would be less interested in paying him the full amount and getting into luxury tax uh, concerns for, for Danny Green with a team that is not going to be competing for a championship in the same way that it would with Kawhi Leonard there. Or he can go to Dallas and get as much money, the rest of their cap, basically, and remain fully fully paid. Uh, there was some talk that maybe Danny Green might follow Kawhi Leonard to the Lakers uh, and take the the like four point seven million dollars that they would offer with the room exception. But I, I think at this stage of his career, this is probably the last chance that he'll be able to get as much as ten million dollars in the NBA. And I think he's going to. I don't think he's going to pass up on you know five million dollars. Uh, to, to stick around Kawhi Leonard. So I, I think his his, his options are, are going to be... I, I don't think... The only way that he sticks around with Kawhi is if Kawhi stays in Toronto. I don't believe the Clippers would have enough to pay Kawhi and Danny Green as much as, as Danny Green would be get, would, would get from, from Dallas or from Toronto. So, yeah, I, I think if... If Kawhi comes to the Lakers, Danny Green probably goes to Dallas. KCP winds up playing the role that the Lakers would have liked Danny Green to play, uh, and and you know and and they continue to mar- monitor the the Andre Iguodala buyout market. Um, and for some reason, well, it's not for some reason. Right now, Memphis hasn't. They've they've already made a decision. I don't think he's. I don't think Andre Iguodala is going to be on their team next year. They're fielding offers for right now, and if they can't find an offer, Iguodala is respected enough throughout the league that I think they would just buy him out and and not rustle feathers when they don't have to. So, yeah, I, I think that's how that plays out with with Danny Green. Uh, but you know. Most of all, I agree that the weight is killing everybody. All right, last question. Money Mike H writes, What's up, man? How funny would it be uh, down the line if the Lakers let go of Rob P, Rob Polenka, and hired Rich Paul? What are you, What would your thoughts be on that? If they were going to do that, it would have happened already. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. And then, it, you know, if, if Rob Polenka winds up convincing Kawhi Leonard to come to the Lakers, uh, then he's probably a made man for the foreseeable future. I do think, though, that one of the one of the key factors in Palinka's sticking around as long as he has is understanding the relationship between uh, him and Rich Paul and the Lakers. 
And, you know, it seems right now as if that relationship is going smoothly enough, especially now that Magic Johnson is, is out of the picture. Uh, I think, you know, while LeBron and, and, and Rich Paul and the entire Clutch team really respected Magic, uh, I, I do think the way that Magic approached his job last year, the way that he, he left you know, that kind of showed the reality of that situation. And now everybody involved is, is interested in, in committing fully to, to to moving forward from there. So, I, I you know, I don't think this is a, a realistic outcome to the scenario. If it did happen, well, for one thing, Rich Paul would have to leave Clutch, right? And and as a result, you, you know, you, you kind of... Uh, I don't know how that dynamic would work out. The league would definitely be very interested to, to see how that kind of thing transpires. I know the league is already monitoring all of these agents. Bob Myers is a former agent. Rob Palenka is a former agent. Uh, and now Rich Paul, if he, if he left being an agent to be a league executive, the league would probably very closely monitor how all of those former agents would, would handle the dynamic of of hey I once worked for you now you can come work for me you know that kind of thing uh, I don't it would be way more complica- complicated than people seem to think so it's an interesting situation I I still think the 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 best outcome when Magic Johnson stepped down would have been the Lakers reaching out to Masai Ujiri asking for a meeting making a absolute obscene Godfather offer bringing him over here and and having him convince Kawhi to come with him that that to me was was always the smart way forward it's unfortunately it, it's unfortunate that that that's not actually how that transpired but case sera sera I guess that'll do it for this episode of the lockdown Lakers podcast here on this July 4th afternoon thank you guys very much for tuning in have a great rest of your day make somebody else's and I'll talk to you when I talk to you. It'll probably be over the, the weekend at some point uh, when we get some kind of news about Kawhi Leonard. Have a good one, though. Uh, and, 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 and please, if you guys are traveling over the holiday, please do so safely. Drive safely. If you're out there celebrating, uh, this is going to re- uh, release at 9 o'clock this evening. If you guys are out celebrating, watching fireworks, and, and, and you've had a few... Uh, holiday cocktails hop in an uber just just be safe out there let's get let's get everybody safe and home so that we can celebrate the Kauai news over the weekend together 